Hi everyone, I'm Tanvin Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that explores some of the challenges and opportunities leaders face in today's increasingly complex, fast-paced, and interconnected global market. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tanvir Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that provides both virtual and in-person leadership keynotes, corporate trainings, and consulting services that will help you to improve the way you lead. To learn more about our services and what some of our clients have had to say about our work, visit our company's website at tanvinasir.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out my award-winning internationally acclaimed leadership blog as well. And with that, let's head over to the espresso machine as it's time for another Leadership Espresso Shot. Every day it seems to get harder and harder to find a topic or a subject that hasn't turned into a divisive issue, separating people into the proverbial us-versus-them camps. Of course, as we've seen in numerous reports about those leaked internal Facebook documents, social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram were without question driving everyone's attention towards what divides us instead of on what we share in common. While It's easy for us to dismiss this tendency as being the norm around issues pertaining to politics and social issues, and to even dismiss how much impact Facebook really has amongst those who don't use Facebook or Instagram. The truth is this growing tendency to narrow our perspective in terms of who we share a sense of commonality and belonging with is something leaders in all industries should be paying attention to. After all, Most of us are familiar with the ease with which organizational silos can take hold within our workplaces, where teams and departments avoid sharing information and resources, mirroring this very us-versus-them mindset. So, with this growing tendency for people to self-select who belongs in their in-group and who doesn't, it's important for leaders to ensure that what they're communicating and demonstrating through their leadership evokes collaboration instead of conflict especially as many of us continue to work remotely and consequently are relying on virtual communication channels to stay connected and invested. Also, in light of many leaders stating that employees are needed back under one roof so as to ensure collaboration within their organization, it's important for leaders to realize that it's not enough to say you want greater collaboration within your workforce. You have to be thoughtful and reflective about the impact your actions and words have on creating a workplace culture that promotes collaboration over the prevailing zero-sum, us-versus-them mentality taking hold in so many aspects of our modern world. With this in mind, here are three steps you can take to ensure your leadership inspires collaboration instead of conflict between the various teams and departments in your organization. The first step you need to take to inspire collaboration instead of conflict is to emphasize your organization's shared purpose or vision. Now, one of the many conflicts we've seen surface across North America and various European countries over the COVID-19 pandemic is the growing division over wearing masks and following various restrictions meant to stem the growing tide of infections in these countries. Unfortunately, it's a hallmark of what gets our attention these days that one of the few leadership success stories from the pandemic has been so quickly forgotten and overlooked for what important insights we can glean from it to help us improve the way we lead. In this case, I'm referring to New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern's success prior to the arrival of the Delta variant in eradicating 
any signs of the COVID virus by imposing similar, if not harsher, restrictions in her country. Key to New Zealand's positive outcome throughout most of the pandemic, where they had almost zero cases of infection, has been Ardern's ability to persuade her fellow Kiwis to accept the restrictions she imposed on their nation to not only protect the most vulnerable in their community, but to also stop the spread of COVID-19 in their country. By reminding her fellow Kiwis of their shared purpose, of who they are, and what they can accomplish, she was able to get that much-needed collaboration from her constituents to not only accept these restrictions, but to stay the course until their country was completely free of the virus. Her success compared to the failures of so many other leaders dealing with the exact same predicament illustrates an important lesson about how leaders can ensure they're creating conditions that foster collaboration instead of conflict driven by a divisive us-versus-them mentality. Namely, that one of the critical roles you have to play is to communicate and exemplify an idea or purpose that compels all of your employees to dedicate their best efforts to make that vision a reality. The second step to inspire collaboration over conflict in your workplace is to not just communicate often, but to do so on a personal level. No matter which side of the remote work debate your organization is currently standing on, the simple truth is, in light of so many studies revealing a global workforce that is gearing up to leave their current jobs in the next two years, should make leaders everywhere recognize that the era of a fixed office work schedule is fast coming to an end. And with that realization that many, if not all, of your employees in the near future will be working at least part of the work week remotely, comes the reality that leaders need to start working today on how to create a virtual work environment that promotes and nurtures a personal connection amongst employees that will remind them we're all in this together. One of the ways you can accomplish this is to make sure that your virtual meetings do not simply revolve around work-related matters, but are also used to touch base with your employees. For example, arrange virtual gatherings with employees from different teams and departments so employees can hear about how each of them is coping under the current conditions, what challenges they've recently encountered and hopefully overcame, and what fears and concerns they have about what's going to happen next in light of recent developments, both within and outside your organization. Encouraging these kinds of Honest and frank conversations not only allows employees from different teams and departments to better understand the unique challenges different groups have in your organization, but to also find that common ground that's necessary to ensure they see one another as partners and not competitors. And to be clear here, if you want to make sure your leadership is inspiring collaboration instead of conflict, you can't treat this as a nice-to-have feature. Rather, you need to demonstrate that you view it as being critical to your organization's ability to collaborate, grow, and evolve over the years to come. Demonstrating that kind of personal investment will ensure this measure becomes ingrained into your organization's DNA instead of being added to the dust pile of failed pet projects. And finally, the third step you need to take to inspire collaboration over conflict is to create opportunities for shared learning. One of the biggest drivers behind the growing polarization we're seeing on so many issues is a lack of interest to listen to one another, as well as to seek opportunities where we might learn and understand about people's unique experiences. 
A major challenge that has arisen from so many of us working remotely over the course of this pandemic is that it limits our exposure to people who can provide us with insights and even a challenging perspective that can help us better understand how others view a problem. Perhaps one of the best known and most successful organizations that understands the importance of this is Pixar Animation. The leaders at Pixar understand that what drives creativity and innovation is not to limit people's contributions based on what team, department, or even title they hold. On the contrary, they believe that encouraging people to share their insights and experiences has been critical to their unparalleled success. Similarly, it's important that you create a psychologically safe environment where people not only feel included and welcomed, but where they're encouraged to share their unique expertise and experiences with other employees to help them gain better insights on what's really needed to address a current problem or successfully explore an untapped opportunity. Consequently, it's no longer about whose perspective or perception is the right one. Rather, our focus shifts to wanting to learn about other people's experiences of what unique challenges they've had to face and what we might learn about it to affect change to ensure such obstacles don't impede our growth and success in the future. As I was thinking about what I wanted to discuss in this leadership espresso shot, I remembered this quote I like to share in some of my leadership keynotes and corporate training workshops. It's a quote from Nelson Mandela where he said, A real leader uses every issue, no matter how serious and sensitive, to ensure that at the end of the debate, we should emerge stronger and more united than ever before. Without question, one of the most damaging aspects of this growing us-versus-them mindset is that it leads people to assign blame on others for whatever problems stand before us. And yet, as this quote from Mandela points out, It's a leader's responsibility to ensure that every problem, every issue is treated as an opportunity not to highlight our differences, but to emphasize our commonalities in order to rally people around a common goal or objective. If you truly want to encourage all of your employees to deliver their best, then you need to ensure your leadership inspires collaboration instead of conflict by making sure this us-versus-them mindset doesn't take hold within your organization. It's not only what's required to ensure your organization's long-term growth and success, but it's what all of us should demand from those in leadership positions if we are to overcome the challenges we collectively face today and in the years ahead. And on that note, We once again come to the end of another Leadership Espresso Shot. I sincerely hope hearing about these three steps gets you inspired to think about the various actions and behaviors you can take as a leader, and whether your leadership is serving to inspire collaboration, and if not, what you can do today to turn things around. Again, we only have to look at the numerous studies showing how employees across North America and Europe are essentially waiting for the pandemic to end, for them to dust off their resumes and look for work elsewhere. The fact that your employees haven't left yet in what's being called the Great Resignation is not what you should be focusing on. Rather, it's the fact that if they could, a majority of them would. And a large part of that drive comes down to what kind of environment you're creating as a leader within your organization. Now, 
If this or other leadership insights I've been sharing here on my podcast have been resonating with what you want to accomplish, and you'd like to have me discuss them in greater depth with the members of your organization, I'd like to invite you to fill out the contact form on our website at tavernasir.com so we can start that conversation. You can also check out my speaking page to learn more about the topics I cover in my keynotes and workshops, as well as what some of my past clients have had to say about my speaking work. In the meantime, I'd like to encourage you to share this or other episodes of my podcast with your colleagues and employees. The easiest way to do this is to simply share a link to my show's podcast page at tavernasir.com slash LBC. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my leadership podcast on your preferred podcast platform to help support our podcast and encourage others to check us out. And with that, I'm Tavin Nasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.